We are ready. We were born ready. I was. We were, were born you? ready for this. See, I didn't even come for you. There you go, right off the bat. I said we were born ready. You took it upon yourself mm-hmm. to make it about you and said, I was, yeah. were you. You see you, how you did? You still you didn't answer you the did question. question? No, because I don't really owe you an answer. Got it. See, that was his first mistake, to think that he was owed an answer. I said we was born ready. Do y'all see America, what I got to deal with? Marcellus, it's always mean to me for no reason. I am Marcellus. I am the TV guy. And my name is Ken, and I am the movie guy. And together we're a hot mess. Oh my God. There's a target on my back. I'm always under attack. He can improve on his posture because the way he's standing right now, he's going to look like a snail at 62. Kenneth makes a good uh, jailhouse top ramen. Um, Kenneth. Okay. I said we was born ready. There are plenty he of reasons. He said I was. Were you? Yeah. And you still did not answer the question. I probably am not going to ever answer it if you just want to know the truth. That's horrible. We could stay here if you want to in part, but I ain't going to answer the question. I ain't getting out the car. You're not getting out the car? And I'm going to tell y'all something else. You're going to park Marcellus your Marcellus got alcohol again. He's drunk. Oh, here we go. He got it. Producer Brandon, does Marcellus have a glass of wine, yes or no? This is tea. Huh? Producer Brandon. This is tea. Tell me the truth. That ain't tea. This is tea. That's what they call it. It's tea a new wine. tea by Carlo Rossi. Exactly. Did y'all hear what I'm saying? <laughs> He's a drunk. He can't do the show unless he got alcohol. You know, I love that you try to do this. You know, wine is just something that you can drink as a human being. Is it or is it not the alcohol? studies have found that actually drinking a you glass didn't answer of red the question wine before. Since we asked the questions around here. Did you answer the question? Is it or is it not alcohol? I'm probably never going to answer you. Okay. Guess what? I don't need an answer, unlike him. That's alcohol. It's not. It's tea. Producer Brandon, would you like to weigh in? You know, you always going to produce a Brandon. You got to hold up for yourself. Producer Brandon, why you just, you have to say something. You can't just look <laughs> at people. You can't just look at me like a child. Producer Brandon, I just want you to know, adopted. producer Brandon be giving just looks. Though, I may be looking like, mm, I think he's judging us. He, oh, he's absolutely judging us. He be judging us the whole podcast. He been judging me since he was born after me. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I wasn't going to say anything. Oh, finally, uh-oh, we finally. Oh, he's going to grace us with his words of wisdom. Why we are, are you now a sippy cup. We're now because ready because I like it's called a keep cup. It's so cute. Mm. It's a sippy cup. It's an I think adult that's for sippy coffee. cup. It is. I was about to say that's because they sold those at Starbucks. That's for coffee. That's why they have the cork around the glass so that you yeah. don't burn your hands. I got coffee. Okay. So, uh, not only is uh, Marcellus, my co-host, uh, drinking wine, he's drinking out of a sippy cup. It is an adult sippy cup. Everybody look it up. Keep cup. I want you all to know that this is what I'm working with today. And we're in the dark. I don't know. He got a candle burned and we're in the dark. It's setting a whole I other like kind of the, mood. I like the aroma that the candle gives. No, that's fine, but we're in the and dark. Actually, we're not in the dark. The light was already off when I was in here working and doing some editing earlier. You could turn on the light if you like. I would like to turn on the light because I feel like I'm in a cave. We'll do it. I feel like I'm in. You have the I green like, light. I feel like I'm in a cave. I'm going to get up and turn on the light. While you're doing that, I want you to uh-uh. get, your, get your solo ready because you got to do a solo this episode since you've been doing it every episode. I'm always ready to do a solo. <clears throat> <laughs> Y'all should have seen his face. I've had some good days. Oh, God. And some sleepless nights. But when I look around. I think you skipped the whole part. And I'm not doing the whole song because we don't have enough time. Yeah, but you got to. And oh, I think Lord. things over. All of my good days <laughs> outweigh. Why did my ears crack? My bad days. Does anybody do that when y'all sing? Do y'all ears pop? I, I won't complain. God has been good to me. Even when my weary eyes could not see. <laughs> So I say thank you, Lord. 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 I 
won't complain. Do one more time. God has been good to me. <laughs> so good to me. <laughs> so I say thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> what? Thank you, Lord. I won't complain. Oh, I gotta stop because it'll get good to me. I gotta stop. <laughs> Go! <laughs> ah! <laughs> ah! Has been good to me. How many of you all know it's 2019 and here we are in July? Oh, so good to me. Y'all remember in church when the singers got to give you like a testimony right in between the verse? I don't know about you all, but somebody locked their keys in the car. But let me do. Oh, <laughs> has been good to me. It'd be the most random stuff. I don't know. Somebody did lost. They couldn't find their shoe to work. Ah. I believe this is the perfect time to open the doors of the church. Um, If anybody wants to come. Worship team, they all get up because they've been chewing gum and eating. Anybody wants to come by letter. Start acting like they just been so holy and in the in the spirit. Christian experience. Mike's pulling his cords. Come as you are. Also, we want to tell you, welcome to my faith. Welcome to my faith. Yeah. 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 Kenneth, you know, earlier I was very happy because I thought I found like the circle of life in our podcast, a whole 360, but I was wrong (laughs) because uh, I want to let everyone know early on our theme today. Kenneth, what the heck is wrong with you? Anyway, I'm moving on. I'm waiting. I'm just waiting. I'm just theme today. I'm not doing nothing. I'm not doing nothing. Our theme today is mock. You meant to read. Ah, I'm so excited. <laughs> These are all the TV shows and movies that basically are mocking documentaries. Yeah, so meant to be a parody. Yes, they're yes, meant yes, to be yes, 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 fake, yes. But they're funny. And I was very excited because, as you know, in our first season, we had a documentary episode. We did. And I just knew, like, oh my God, we didn't even plan this, Kenneth, but I think we did the same episode. But come to find out, Kenneth. Last week was episode 16 And I just thought it was 16 Because I was editing today So in my mind I was thinking 16 So I came and told Kenneth Hey Kenneth episode 16 he was so excited. I was like look what we did well, We didn't do nothing because this is episode 17 So there is absolutely no correlation Between the first <laughs> season and the second season Ooh, That's like telling me the tooth fairy ain't real Listen oh, well. well it's fine We are episode 17 you guys which right. actually means it's just it's our thirty seventh episode. Listen, when you add both of these little things together, it's thirty seven episodes. That's, that's a lot. lot. That's a lot of faves. That's a lot of movies. That's a lot of us just getting information Television about because all the time we're giving you guys two right. So and really, mentions that's seventy four films on my end. That's a lot that we've talked about. If you really want to look at it, and all like the just it's a lot seventy four films 74. that I, I review because I'm giving you guys a fave and I'm giving you guys a must watch and sometimes an honorable mention. <laughs> oh, I might be at a hundred films. Um, I do want to ask you though, Ooh. Kenneth, how was your week? My week was great. I am in school. And I am working full time and I'm going to school full time and I don't know how I'm doing it, mm. but I have one more week of school and then I will be on summer vacation. You are doing such a good job. Can I? I I'm going to be nice to you for a oh, few seconds. I'm nervous, y'all. Kenneth yeah, be just, the steering he wheel. be getting his work done. Uh-uh. He be all serious. He be like, ah, I got homework. Uh-oh. And we be like, okay. He got a lot. That's because they want me to go to with do. him to do stuff. He has a lot to do and i'm so proud I am a social of everything that he is doing and he's doing it marvelously see you thought i was gonna say something mean you know what i was just waiting for you to say and he's a bitch i don't know something i was, I was thinking it i knew it but i, I knew I it i didn't say it oh god i didn't say it can it <laughs> oh i just want to be loved <laughs> i did not say it i just I thought just it i just want to be valued it's not about what you think it's about what you I just want a human connection. <laughs> That's all I want is unconditional love. But is that is how is was that was your week good though? <sighs> it's good. I had a great week. It was very busy. As soon as I have um I have 
two assignments. Actually, it's crazy. I have three assignments left, two assignments for one class, but they're both rough drafts. Okay. And I just need to um, edit and click send. And then the other one is like a big paper that I have that I already submitted last week and is due this Saturday. Other than that, I'm doing great. I'm going to knock those academic things out tomorrow because I give myself time. (laughs) I schedule. So I will not be doing any academics tonight. I will be doing take care of that tomorrow. Tomorrow. Uh, so I'm excited. I really had a great week. How about you? How was your week? My week was actually great. It's always great. There are good things happening for me. And even when some things that I feel aren't so good, I really try to look at the positive. Mm-hmm. I'm the type of person I take. I need a day, though. Like, I need a day to sulk and to be irritated and whatever so that I can recharge. I am not the type to sit in a funk for more than more than two days, Mm-mm. max. Not me. Because we do not have time for that. Things still got to go rolling. So I got some news I didn't like about something I wanted to happen. And guess what? what? Life goes on. That's, listen. And you keep pushing. I know. Life does go on. Life goes the hell on. Life is... 10% what happens to you. Listen up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Listen up to some wisdom. And it's 90% how you respond. How you respond. Let me say that again. Look at your neighbor sitting to you on the right. Neighbor? Life is 10% what happens to you. Yes. Huh? Listen up to some wisdom. <laughs> but it's 90% how you what? Respond. Respond. You ain't in control of what happens to you, but you are in 100% control of what ha, how you respond. And, you know, I I, I just really want to say I I feel sorry, I guess that's what I'm going to say, for the folk who are in their adult age, even high up in their adult age. Who don't have and, life insurance. And, <laughs> exactly. And things go wrong. Ain't and they throw for the funeral. They throw tantrums. Like you ever see a kid just like fall out and kick his feet and kick his his or her feet and absolutely whatever absolutely just imagine the equivalent of an adult doing that. Mm-hmm. That's sad. Oh, it is because we have to grow and understand that life goes on. But anyway, yeah, it's the truth. It's the truth. You all today's uh, is going to be an encouragement episode. Encouragement. Encourage you for the entire sixty minutes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Producer Brittany, you didn't than, start the clock. It'd be more than 60 minutes. Oh, has your actually started yet? Yes. yes. We started. You over there reading comics? <laughs> Lord. Let me tell you something. But I am. What was you going to say? Say it. Well, I was just going to say I've been giving my time. You what? I've been giving my time to the needy. You and seem. You are, know, I got to dig into something. You seem very, as if. Very downtrodden do you seem as if the world has really done a lot to you and you just almost like sojourner truth like you just really have done a lot for the world and now it's your time to reap absolutely every time i step out of my door the police are trying to kill me mm-hmm. and is anything I can you do specifically at, are you yes the skin on my body is a target got you <laughs> yes when i walk to target i'm a target did you know that I'm, very meta <laughs> but never, it's the truth. Never seen you walk. When, well, I got out of my car and I walked from the end because I'm counting my steps and I parked far away from the door <laughs> on purpose. And when I walk over to Target at any moment, I You're can be shot. Target. You're a target. Do you know what happens when I go to Ralph's? What happens? Could be shot, dead, right by the cantaloupes. Going around. <laughs> Hmm? Did you think about that? What happened when I go to Macy's? So they gonna come in and shoot you? At, or yes, right if by you the cantaloupes. They'll come right in, sir, sir, sir. Hands up! I can't breathe. I can't. I, I got hand. I got cantaloupes. Bam, 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 pop, 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 pop. And some people are gonna be like, "He deserved it." That I would. Listen That's most likely a Republican. I would go straight on the that. news and be like, "He was pushing drugs." I know you. I got would. all the proof. I know you would. As I, soon as I become I famous, you're gonna be the first one telling stories at the National Enquirer. But <laughs> come and come with me to the club. I already know. Somebody <laughs> said it's your day ones. You better watch out for because they've been hating on you since day two. I'm gonna do a whole. Oh, y'all need to let me say that again. I'm gonna do a whole video y'all about be how right you was y'all a serial killer. Ones, you was a serial killer. But y'all day ones, you better watch out because they've been hating on you since day two. Hating. Okay. So you better do a purge and check your little day one list. Mm-hmm. Day one don't mean nothing but to I me. But I feel like you know, though. Ooh, I feel like you know a lot of times. Sometimes a lot of people know, 
and they just don't pay attention, you know, mm-hmm. to some of them people. Y'all better pay attention. You be knowing. You better pay attention. I am a target, but, but that's okay. I'm gonna come. I'm gonna like like she said. I'm gonna rise. What she say? Rise. And I rise though. No, not her. Maya Angelou. Oh, she just kept talking about some real veterans. Maya. Still, like, Maya Angelou. Still like oh. the stalk of corn growing out of the field. I rise. <laughs> still like the fan that you are adjusting. I rise. Still like the hair growing on the deaconess's mustache. I rise. I rise. <laughs> Still like the extended eyelashes you bought. I rise. Still like your payment on your house. I rise. Still like the prices of gas. I rise. And on that note, <laughs> <laughs> y'all can't tell me that wasn't funny. That's comedy. Whoever's listening right now, you better shout us up and write something on the thing of how please, funny we are. Please. We are hilarious. I know I'm going to be famous. I'm dying famous. You dying famous? Oh, for sure. I'm, I'm going to be living, famous by I'm the time. I, I don't know if I don't want to be famous in life, but I want to die famous. Okay. Did y'all get that? You going to go off for something big? Listen, I just may go into the church and put a whole offering in that they ain't never seen before and become famous. Speaking of fame, it's time for our lights, camera, action. This is where you should put in some clicks. I do. And then that right lets in me know you haven't been right listening here, lately. If you do the clicks, you'll put that in here. Because I've been adding them. I don't know. I have. I'm not really sure. And I feel like you only listen when I don't add them. Which was that's the whole the, first season. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> if you are used to it, you'll be it. Got you. But anyway, moving on from the negativity, Kenneth, uh, 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 I just uh, would uh, like to let uh, you know. Uh, you see what's happening, Shanice? <laughs> Shanice. Listen. Shanice, did you see what he did right there? I, I know you listening. I love just getting into people's minds Oof. and figuring them out. Getting on people's nerves. Yes, that's what I love to do too because people have, they cannot help but love me. Here we go. I apologize. Seven Shanice. deep questions. I might do eight. Seven or no, eight. Don't go into eight questions because you always trying to be in somebody's business. Just do four. Okay, I got you. I'll do four. He not. He going to do seven. Exactly. Seven deep questions to ask your friends. Kenneth. Yeah. Do you think you're brave? Yes, I do. Why? The reason that I think that I'm brave is because I have to exist in this world being authentically me, especially in a world that doesn't always want you to be you. Oh, that's true. And so, yes, to answer that question, I'm absolutely brave. I'm excited to be an African-American male. I'm excited to be a person who identifies as bisexual. I'm excited to be a person who is both in the arts and in school and in mental health. I talk about mental health. I talk about going to get therapy. Yes, I'm very brave. And it takes bravery and courage to be all of those things as forementioned. That is amazing. And you're a prostitute. Now. I don't do that no more. I'm a call girl. My next one you is. You say it. Get it right. I'm expensive. What is a dream you've never said out loud? Ooh. I ain't going to say it out loud. Then it always gonna, it'll never be the dream I never said out loud. This didn't say what dream are you keeping secret. I just want to know what dream have you never said out loud. If I, it ain't got to be a secret one. You just have never said it out loud. I don't want to say it. Got it. So you're not cooperative. Next I one. I can't tell you that. What dream. is one thing you regret listening on having take done it. or not done in your life? I regret not having um, been in a helicopter. I've been in an airplane. <laughs> I've been in a submarine. I really. I've been on a ship. I've been in a plane. I'm I've really scuba dive, <laughs> but I've never been in a helicopter. Good, and to I know. really would like. To, I regret not having done that. Are you proud of what you're doing with your heart and time right now? I am. I am proud of what I'm doing with my heart and time uh, right now. I work with um, families, particularly uh, kids who have different. Um, diagnosis Mm -hmm. and different behavioral challenges and my role is to come in and to help them make adaptive changes through recognizing what their shortcomings are and replacing negative coping skills with positive coping skills while they're trying to meet their targeted case management goals i'm very proud to do that work it's really hard it's um unfortunately we don't glamorize that kind of work in our society but it is so so essential to really is everyone um having a very healthy society so i'm very proud of the work and i do it with my heart and uh i constantly get the feedback and the validation that i'm doing good 
That's amazing. I love that work. I want to do more stuff so in entertainment, good with people. but um, for right now, it's I'm focusing more on mental health, and I'll come back around to entertainment in a minute. Wonderful. When was the last time you had like a gut wrench and laugh? Um, I think I had a really good laugh um, recently when I was watching television. It was the um, I watched it the was Grace and Frankie, huh? Okay, <laughs> that's not the name. <laughs> that is the name, oh. but that is it. That's part of my laugh. But it was a combined laugh with the last few episodes of Grace and Frankie on Netflix. Mm. In addition to, See, I knew um, it. I knew it. Aziz Ansari's new stand-up show. There were parts oh. of it that were really funny that I was like, "Oh my god, that's really good." It was more heart than funny, and I appreciate that. But Grace and Frankie, Grace and Frankie had me cracking up. Do you have a phobia? Oh, I don't. No, I don't have a phobia. Got it. I'm not scared of heights. I'm not scared of like spiders and stuff. I'm not scared of. I'm not really scared of anything. Here goes a real deep one now. Uh oh, here we go. Have you ever questioned your beliefs and why? Yes, I have questioned my beliefs because, like I said, um, I identify as bisexual, and so growing up in a Christian home, I have definitely questioned my beliefs because a part of theology would be uh, that. Um, God did not create anyone to be homosexual for a person to be uh, homosexual or have same sex desires is uh, absolutely wrong. And according to if you're a Christian, you believe in theology, those individuals who participate in that type of lifestyle are going to hell and will not have access to eternal life. So part of the uh, question of beliefs is I don't necessarily agree with people who are outside of Christianity who want to come in and change Christianity to fit their definition of what they think it should be. Because I like, mm, I don't know if I trust your authority or your interpretation of said scripture to be able to then go in and define what someone who went to school or theological seminary to do. But I get why you would want to do that. However, I don't have an answer for you either on the other side of that saying whether or not you die, you are going to go to hell. So it's a little bit of a conundrum for me, having grown up in church. However, I haven't run across anybody who's convinced me that they have the answer to that question. Got it. So essentially, you have a contraband mind. Yeah. No, reprobate. Contraband. Huh, I got a reprobate so, mind. So that's a it for mind. our question period. <laughs> I just love to be a hot mess. No. <laughs> we are going to take a break. We're going to take a break. And Damn. when we come back, we are going to figure out what Ken's favorite mockumentary is. Mo I almost oh, say military. You know what? Mockumentary drunk. movie. Oh, Marcellus is go. drunk. Anytime he I stumble drunk. anything, he's going to say Did that. Did you not look up at this guy? Because for I like forgot. 30 seconds. I had a moment I where I forgot. It's probably due to the alcoholic consumption. You know what? How many drinks have you had today? Sticks and stones may break my bones. Shanice, I'm working with alcohol. But words. Her name is Shanice. And I've only had this one. You this don't is know my what her name is. You're drunk. Who am I even talking about? Marcellus. That's what I thought. See, girl. <laughs> Call me. <laughs> you, don't even, you, don't, you don't even know who we talking. Do you know we doing a podcast? <laughs> How you doing? This is Marcus Noah Garvey School for Reform Criminals. And we are here at live at the Linwood Women's Correctional Facility where I put on a woman's worth workshop where we talked about the emancipation of the placification of the justification of the maturation and the misogyny that can sometimes come in a circular force. Uh, we want to help empower the women so they can understand the misogyny and the encrogeny and then be able to see the celluloid value of their beliefs. Uh, I've interviewed uh, three women and I just want them to just very briefly tell us what you got from the Women's Worth Workshop. Hi, my name is Tina, and I am just so happy to be a part of this because mm -hmm. I learned so much. Deep down in the cervix of my spiritual being, I learned that I am the number one Wonder Woman who lives on top of the woman who lives in the shoe with her six kids. And that was deep when I learned that because I didn't even know anything about the six kids because I thought it was only three. That's right. That's right. I just want to say thank you so much. We appreciate you participating in Women's Worth Workshop. I got another inmate here. How did you enjoy the, the workshop here? Oftentimes, I've been objectified and I've been undignified. And that's one of the reasons why I cut off my left breast like an Amazon, because I want to be able to say that I am one woman. I no longer need penile interjections. All I need is two fingers to be able to come in and turn it around like tuna. A lot of times people see me and they say to me, how can you be and how can you exist? But I'm going to tell you right now, 
through the labia of my mind that has now been reunified to the cortex of my q-tips i see clearly down with the scrotums up with the uterus thank you marcus noah garvey school for reform criminals this women's worth workshop truly showed me my worth one breast all day one nation all right thank you my sister appreciate her uh we have another young lady uh who also participated in the marcus noah garvey school for reform criminals women's worth workshop what did you get out of the workshop young lady hi my name is renee and i just want to let you know that from this i found out that my buzz cut is the center of my life deep down within my heart and the ventricle movements i figured out i am a true lady who loves ladies that's right if you're looking for something to kind of tickle the scrotum of your mind and allow you to be able to see the libya of the libations that sometimes cause an erection of dysfunctional regret you might want to be a part of marcus noah garvey's school for reform criminals women's worth workshop where we talk about the menstruation of the magistration we oftentimes talk about the cervical q-tip of the flotex and if you don't know and you always want to do it we also want to talk about vagina virility and how you're able to come up from one level to the next that's right that's right marcus noah garvey school for reformed criminals we are on tour right now with the women's worth workshop currently at the linwood women's correctional facility all you have to do is find us on myspace and you'll be able to see where we're gonna be next thank y'all so much for tuning in and we are back my right eye hurt that's because sometimes when you sleep i come in your room and i poke it with a needle and it's like a gradual i'm trying to make you not see in that eye but here we go <sighs> ken what is your fave mockumentary movie okay my favorite mockumentary movie is a film that i have discussed here on the podcast full disclosure however you can't do that this is a film <laughs> that was not discussed in the role of my fave oh i would like you all to know <clears throat> again as uh marcellus my co-host described a mockumentary as something that is a comedic slant on uh, a documentary right it's ah uh, god what a fun little genre <laughs> I, love it. I, love I would it. like to take you guys back to the year of 2006 uh president obama was still in the uh was not in the white house actually he didn't come in the white house until 2008 mm -hmm. we didn't even know him yet oh my god i just want to say borat oh. is one of the most popular <laughs> mockumentaries if there ever was one uh sasha barry cohen who is a genius genius uh he's a great actor both dramatic and comedic and otherwise just a really good all-around performer who started out on the ali g show the ali g show is where he did all these different characters and one of such characters um got a film so ali g came first then borat and then later we got bruno all three of these are mockumentaries, but the one that I like the best is Borat. <laughs> yeah, I love Borat. Borat is a fictitious journalist who's traveling to the U.S. so that he can uh, record his real life interactions and in and, um, and, and interviews with Americans. And Borat comes from the fictitious country Kazakhstan, and he leaves his what we think is his wife or lover, and um says goodbye to some people in the village and the only person that comes over with him is his producer azamat <laughs> and so between borat and azamat they wreak havoc all over the world uh they don't like jews <laughs> they don't <laughs> like women's rights and stuff as much as you would think he gets a word or a call at some point while he's in the u.s that his wife got killed by a bear so he got really happy he falls in love with pamela anderson and he is on a quest they started in New York to get to California so that he can meet Pamela Anderson and ask her to be his wife. He's pretty hell-bent on making her his wife. This film is hilarious. Uh, can I tell you all something about this film? Because remember, this is a fictitious person coming from a fictitious made-up country who's pretending to be a journalist interviewing people about America. 
And what we find is that as he's interviewing people about America, you in the audience are learning about some of the issues that we need to work on in our country and some of our perspectives yeah. that are, you know, can be sometimes problematic. So inadvertently, while he is pretending to be this obnoxious, prejudiced, racist, kind of sexist person, it's actually highlighting all of those themes within us as a country. Oh, God. He messes up a rodeo. He then gets up and sings the Kazakhstan national anthem, but in the tune of the Star Spangled Banner. <laughs> and while he was filming that part, it actually made the news. And no one knew that he was filming. Uh, let me say this. A little bit of trivia. Uh-oh. No actors, no people play. There were no actors in this film except for three. Lunel, who's an amazing comedian. You guys may know her, stand-up comedian, African-American woman. Hilarious. I love her so much. She plays in this movie as a, she's an actor playing a character. You have Sasha Baron Cohen himself playing Borat. You have Azima, and you have Pamela Anderson, who does show up in the film at some point. She's playing a character. Other than that, everybody else is playing themselves. There is no script. This entire film is unscripted. These are basically small vignettes in which he's interacting and none of it was planned. It's all happening and it's all being improvised. As a improviser, this film is immediately worth it because the only other show that I know where they improvise a lot of lines is Curb Your Enthusiasm created by Larry David who created Seinfeld where most of that is this is kind of where we want the character or the conversation to I go love that show. and they improvise love Curb Your Enthusiasm however this movie was pretty much improvised I want you all to please get you some popcorn get home you can rent this movie on Amazon. You can rent this movie. It is hilarious. Kenneth, I remember being in the theater. No lie, no exaggeration. I was like kneeled over laughing. Like I had got on the floor at uh, one point just because that kind of humor is my humor. And just when he, with that, well, didn't he have an ice cream truck? Uh-huh. And all kind of stuff when he kept talking about sexy time and just, <laughs> he is just funny and nobody believe everyone believes that he's a foreigner everybody believes that he understands little to no english mm -hmm. so they kind of fall for his tropes they fall in in uh for everything that he's doing uh borat is so good you guys it's really good it's this really film good. was nominated for best picture really for uh they I didn't know that they included the uh category best musical and comedy Mm -hmm. And he was nominated for Best Picture. Also, he won Best Actor. Really? Yes. I did not know that until I was doing my research for this podcast episode. Sasha Baron Cohen won Best Actor for Musical and Comedy. Wow. Um, so it was critically hailed as a success. It was a box office success. Um, this movie made $262 million at the box office do you understand me that's 262 crazy. million dollars and remember he only had to pay four people because everybody else was playing themselves they didn't oh, get paid shoot not even well i mean he had a little tiny crew right a well the crew yeah. but i'm talking about the actors because oh, okay. nobody got paid but those four people wow and then on top of that he they just had to make sure everyone signed a uh, releases and as long as you signed a release then they showed up in the film and you guys want to know something else please there's a towards the end credits there's a naked scene they oh, were fighting yes. and wrestling and they're all naked that's all real like i, I uh, they're running through the hotel people are doing um workshops and trainings <laughs> <laughs> and poor rat and asthmat run through and they naked. are completely naked and nobody knows what's going on I just want to know how they were able to just guerrilla film this. It is so funny because I'm thinking, how was the camera there? Oh, God. I would love to do something like this. There's another an film coming out that's kind of like that. I don't know if it's mockumentary, but it's like that nobody knows it's being filmed type situation. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know what it's called, but uh, Tiffany Haddish is in it. And Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's um, We saw a preview for that when yeah. we went to the movies. I'm excited to see that. But that one's different because it's like they're setting up jokes. Right. But I yes, yes, I it's, love stuff like that, you me guys. Me too. I love the all that stuff where you can... It's funny to see people's authentic mm -hmm. uh, reactions. I remember talking about this in one of my classes mm -hmm. about... Um, 
film and television, but mostly television. Mm-hmm. It's like, are you ever really getting people's real anything? Because mm-hmm. from reality to even movies or anything like that, once the camera is there, things change. Even if it's uh, candid, mm-hmm. you catch somebody off guard, but they realize it's a camera there. Mm-hmm. Where all these things. So once the camera is out of the picture, as far as somebody not knowing, mm-hmm. then you're getting people's off. Nobody ever really thinks about this that much that you're really getting people's authentic mm-hmm. reactions to things. Because mm-hmm. even if we think things are authentic, you know, there's a camera there, mm-hmm. even the, the queer eyes and the whatever else. Mm-hmm. They always do the scene where somebody comes to the door, but you people never think like, well, how the hell is the camera already in the house if mm-hmm. they just came to the door? Mm-hmm. So it's all of those real authentic feelings mm-hmm. like raw feelings mm-hmm. i think that's what makes those kind of movies amazing it was uh fun to watch the train ride uh, the train wreck i should say because you were looking at people who were really caught off guard in so many instances and he was able to get away with so much in the name of oh i don't know this isn't my culture mm-hmm. and y'all when <laughs> when you get a chance please watch this film it is hilarious. Um, uh, oh, and I need to I need to correct something. He did not win the the um, the Oscar. He won the Golden Globe. Got it. Got it. For best actor in a comedy or a musical. That's still amazing. Which is a pretty big deal. And then Sasha Baron Cohen has gone on to be Oscar nominated for other films um, in his in his little catalog of movies. Yeah. He's a great actor, and he always plays these eccentric characters, which I love. So, listen, that is my fave when it comes to uh, a mockumentary. There's another movie called Best in Show, Mm. which is a mockumentary about what it's like to have uh, show dogs. I started that film, but I never finished it. So, I heard that that is a hilarious movie, but I will always be authentic with my audience. I will never give you guys a movie that I haven't seen. I just don't think that's fair, and I have no reason to lie. So I'm only going to do movies that I've seen and give you my opinions about them. Now, if I go back and watch You're Best so in Show, then, you know, I'm. it may boot Borat out, right, or my must-watch. But as of right now, based off of the mockumentaries, and it's a very short list. That's your must-watch. That's my must-watch based off of I mean, what I've your seen. Fave. My, my fave. So please, when you guys get a chance, if y'all missed the Borat boat in 2006, go back. And let's let's do this for, because I know some people join in uh, later in the podcast. So mm-hmm. this could be, this oh. could be their very first um, time listening. Uh-huh. So because it's their very first time listening, they probably don't know. So right. when we talk about our faves, it's literally in this theme. This is what we pick as something we consider our fave. That's right. To us. Right. I, me and Ken have different thoughts about that as well. To me, a fave is something I can watch over and over again and not get tired of. Mm-hmm. To Ken, a fave is something he owns and he can go right to. And that's something that he watches a lot. Or, right? That's what you had said at one point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the same thing, though. I feel like a fave is something that I can watch over and over again. And what Marcella says is like, what he's saying is if I get stuck, I usually go back to my own DVDs. Mm-hmm. And if I own it, that's a pretty good indication that it's my fave. Yeah. Uh, but that is it, y'all. Please go watch Borat. Hilarious. Hilarious. So Borat good. from Kazakhstan. Amazing macaroni film. Well, we are going to go take a nice break. Break it, break, break. Hey. You ever been injured in an auto accident? Don't wait. Call me right now. You may be entitled to compensation. I'm Lenny K. Parker. Nathaniel Thomas here. I was at the church annual picnic and got chicken grease all over my good knee. But I called Lenny K. Parker and he got me $82.93. Ain't got no new knee, but I got some money. My name is Katie LaCroix. I called several law offices and I was not able to find anyone who didn't want a down payment. I said, not today, devil. That's when I called Lenny K. Parker. Call now. Toll free. 1-800-444-0000. 
I'm Lenny K. Parker. I'm nearby, and I'm ready to fight for you. You ain't got to worry about no medical bills, no suffering or lost wages. Listen, you need somebody to go to choir rehearsal for you? We got somebody ready. You need somebody to go to your AA meeting? We got somebody ready for that, too. You got to go to a physical? We got somebody ready for that, too. It's Lenny K. Parker Law Offices. We going to handle everything. Call me right now. Devon Washington, uh, Lenny K. Parker got me $2.1 million, and I'm in a wheelchair. We are back, everybody. Yes, we are. Guess what? It's Marcellus' time. It is. And it's his turn. It is. He is going to tell us about his favorite mockumentary television show. And I don't like to tell him what I'm doing ahead of time, or I don't really like to know. I like to be surprised in the moment, like y'all. I like to hear for the first time. Yes. Do you? I do. I really do. So I really want y'all to sit back because i don't know what he's gonna say as far as a mockumentary tv show i think you're gonna be very pleased oh okay well what is it tell us everyone so, to know. i did a lot of thinking and i love this 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 category this theme because i love mockumentary movies i love actual documentaries as well so i'm very much so into them like spoofing it like mm-hmm. of course and there are plenty of shows. So I was sitting and thinking like, hmm, what could be really like my fave? Like, which one do I love? And I can watch. I can put on the TV right now, chill out and watch and be satisfied. And what would that and be? And I know that answer. What? It's Reno 911. Yes! That's the best mockumentary TV show of all time. Listen, I am beyond excited to talk about it because i love the show and that makes it so much better to talk about it so of course we know 911 is an american comedy tv series but it's also considered mockumentary style television mockumentary style mockumentary style television and i learned a lot about reno 911 today that i did not know which is great one thing that i found that was so cool about it is thomas lennon robert ben Robert Ben Grant and Carrie Kenny, who are all characters in the show, mm-hmm. they are um, on paper as created creating the show. Oh, they came together and created the show. In the show's first inception in two thousand one, it was supposed to be a sketch comedy show oh. about like bad Americans. Or something oh, okay, like that. okay. Also, what's cool that I know you really will like, and you were talking about it earlier, uh-huh. and I was like over here shaking because I was like, I want to say something, but I'm gonna wait till my turn. Uh huh majority if not all of this show is improvised yes so they have a uh basically a set it's actually a, a name for it that i forgot already it's like rock not rocketeering but rock, rock retro retrofitting think or something like that where you just have like the skeletal idea they have of the, what yeah you, yeah so they have the, yeah. the skeleton like hey we're gonna be in a coffee shop and mm-hmm. a lot like what we do in our commercials mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we're gonna do this we're gonna do that and then they just go yes and they said it was so difficult to not laugh people uh-huh. were laughing and one if i don't have the name i'll have it by the end one guy is known as the one who ruined many scenes because he laughed uh-huh. so much uh-huh. uh, i think it was uh officer whoever played officer garcia Oh God! He was dying laughing because uh-huh. they are funny. Yes, they are. And for anyone now who doesn't know what oh, Reno Nine One One is, it re-watch. is essentially a a parody of Cops. Mm-hmm. Cops is a documentary style show where mm-hmm. the cops go around. You get to ride with them. They have all the elements of Cops. Mm-hmm. It's just so funny because it just so happens that all of these cops are just incompetent. Uh huh. They really aren't good at their job. And then to top that off, they have to deal with these crazy criminals, Uh which I already knew, but I thought was cool, is that a lot of the criminals in Uh the show are them. Oh. They play the criminals. They play some of those people. And sometimes they blur the face out, but you still know it's them. Uh And then what I also thought was cool is they got a film from this. Uh It spawned a film. Yes, it did. Reno 911 Miami. Yes, it did. And... I just think it's so amazing. It's a single camera show. You got Cedric Yarbrough who plays Deputy Jones. You got Niecy Nash. Oh, hilarious! I listen to me. If I ever got to meet Niecy Nash, I probably would start crying. <laughs> Something about her I love. Yeah, when she was on Clean House, uh-huh. when she uh, was on Reno Nine One One, and just 
everything about her now she's on claws and i really Uh got to get into claws but like that woman to me is just amazing authenticity there authenticity and then you got robert ben grant who was one of the people who helped create and carrie kenny mm-hmm. who is deputy trudy mm-hmm. she is so funny she's one of my favorites her and nisi nash they oh, are both that's not true i like all of them and the crazy thing about the show uh-huh. is it's fully politically incorrect <laughs> and this is what i'm gonna fight for because okay. in the show you have racy humor uh-huh. you got jokes about sexual orientation substance abuse mm-hmm. pedophilia mental disorders uh-huh. even rape uh-huh. and in this society, so many things are so touchy feely and uh, things get so, so taboo. It's just so taboo and so draining. Mm-hmm. It's funny sometimes to laugh at that with yourself. You're you're laughing at something. I often one thing about me is I, I have Marcus Gunn Eye Weekend Syndrome, mm-hmm. and I always laugh and tell people, "Yeah, when I yawn, I look like a monster," or like things like that, because it's fun to laugh at yourself sometimes or laugh at things because things don't have to be that damn deep. Yeah. You know, we already go through so much in life, so much trauma, so much. Can't we laugh? Right. You know, but anyway, that's why I love this show, because they don't give a fuck. They laugh. Right. Right. (laughs) And I also found out that the actors often perform their own stunts. Oh, they did? Yes. And here's what I really was interested in finding out or was interested in once I found out. Of course, just like any other show, there's Hollywood magic. Mm hmm. The establishing shots are in Reno, uh-huh. but the majority of the show is filmed in Carson, California. <laughs> Freaking Carson, California. I went to school in Carson. Oh, been God. all through Carson. And oh, I'm like, God. now I want to rewatch the show just to be like, where were they at when right, that happened? You know? Right. Because it looks like a Reno. It you does. Know? I can totally see Carson being a Reno. There's been rumors uh. since 2011 uh-huh. that there is going to be a remake uh-huh. or a reboot. And it. I don't know. It's just great. But some more facts is <laughs> scenes for uh, the season two finale could not be shot in the Carson Police Department because an officer was shot. So the cast and crew had to move like across the street to a community center. So that's oh, why it was like different. Okay. And I think what also was cool is that a lot of um, what you see happening mm-hmm. is like really happening because of the whole improvised thing, mm-hmm, the improvised mm-hmm, situation. Mm-hmm. And just to think like how much are they coming up with? Cause oh, all this guys. stuff is like comedy gold. One of my favorite scenes, uh-huh. hands down uh-huh. is they were in jail. I can't remember what they were in jail for, but it was a part of this, one of the seasons where they all were in jail Uh-huh. And Trudy and uh, Nisi Nash's <laughs> character are in there. And they said something. And Trudy was trying to act like she was oppressed. Yeah. And she starts singing. And Trudy's white. And yes. Trudy was like, swing low. I remember it. Sweet cherry. And Nisi Nash slapped her. And she said, uh-uh. That's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I thought that was the funniest thing in the world. I kept rewinding it. Because she slapped uh-huh. her without hesitation. Yes. And if you know Trudy, she's dramatic. So yes. right when she slapped her, Trudy said, I like when they all came in to quit because they thought they won the lotto. Yes. Every officer came into the morning meeting one by one. F you. I'm leaving this department. This is dumb. It it was a misprint. Everyone had the winning numbers, but it was a mistake. It was a mistake. What's her name? Wendy, whatever cover. She came in with a fur, a white meat. She was done. (laughs) She said an F you, and I don't care. And then by that time, she was the last one. And they were trying to tell her to stop. And she was like, no, I'm not going to be silenced. (laughs) (laughs) That, the actor who I was talking about that laughed too much, his name is Carlos Alizak, Alizarki. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Carlos Alizarki. And I I mean, that's really what I have about Reno 911. Like, Mm, if you mm, have mm. not watched it, you have to watch it because it's hilarious. Officer Jago with them daggone shorts. Damn shorts. And he always got on skates or something. And then you got... You have Nisi Nash, of course. Mm-hmm. You got uh, the actress that plays uh, Carrie Kenny. Mm-hmm. Whenever they all get together for mm-hmm. those scenes, it's just it's gold. Uh, Especially when they are the criminals and they got yeah, their faces be all running blurred. around. Somebody was high on crack. They come in to arrest people, and then the guy would keep slipping out the handcuffs. Uh-huh. He only had underwear on. I remember Nisi Nash was playing the criminal, and they blurred out her face, but mm-hmm. she had them twist and uh-huh. the barrettes at the uh-huh. end, and uh-huh. she was just yelling. And you could tell she had them fake teeth in. Yes, yes. Like, yes. I wish I could have just been in the background just uh, to see how. Just to be a part of that would have been amazing. Funny, all of that. Was. Nick Swanson was a 
amazing because he was a up and coming comedian, stand up comedian. He played the guy, the gay guy on the skates with the shorts, shorts. Yes. And he always like had like drugs or new information. He was like a he was like I'll tell you if you know. He became a big character and a yeah. plot point in the movie. But you guys, oh, Nick Swan, oh. such a good show. There such- he is. There he is. There he is. <laughs> always had a producer Brandon just pulled up a clip he always got on some short shorts and he's on skates and he loves skittles and he loves skittles oh there's your there's the Rick Garcia Officer Garcia yeah Cedric Yarbrough you guys now I just want to know where they are anytime I see it if y'all could just see Nick in these little turquoise shorts and this orange shirt that he didn't rolled up with this (laughs) ah it's just great. So if anybody listening has not seen mm-hmm. Ken's Choice and My Choice, listen, please, you have to go please. watch it. Because one thing I know me and Ken love is a damn comedy. Oh, and we will laugh. I'm telling you, listen. Reno 911 is a guaranteed gut buster. Because what you need to know is like there are some comedies that you watch and you'll be like, oh, okay, chuckle, chuckle, grin, grin. These shows, they're... <laughs> Another show where I'm going to laugh out loud is The Office. Oh, God, yeah. That show, you going to, like, that's at least one guaranteed gut laugh. Yeah. Reno 911 is a guaranteed multiple gut laugh. Multiple. You are going to be like, oh, my God. Please, you guys, if you have not seen Reno 911, it is worth a break from horrible politics and what's going on. Please just do yourself a favor and binge Reno 911. Where can they find that? Marcellus? You can find Reno 911. I think it's still on Netflix, but you can go on YouTube because they have some episodes. Producer Brandon saying it's not on Netflix. It's not anymore. okay. Yeah. They, Okay. Okay. So the Comedy Central app. I know you can find episodes on YouTube, and of course, you can get everything on Amazon these days yeah. if you purchase it. Yeah. Um, and I think Google Play as well. So. Yeah, Google Play for a dollar ninety nine. Yeah. Sometimes things you gotta uh, uh, purchase now. Oh but. God, you guys, it's so good. If that DVD set ever comes up for sale, I'm buying it. Yeah. I promise oh, you, I'm yeah. gonna buy that whole set. I would. That's something I could go back and watch because it's really like an episode of Cops. Oh yeah. So if you like put in one DVD or one episode, they can be standalone episodes, and then they do have like major through lines. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, each episode was just separate standalone episodes, as yeah. if you're watching an episode of Cops. I love it. I absolutely great love documentary it. choice, you guys. If y'all watch Cops, then you would understand Reno Nine One One. Yeah, it's literally the same format, but it's a mockumentary. Mockumentary. I ran out of breath. I was gonna go longer. I was still going, but I was doing this technique where you don't really hear it. Oh, what's the name of the technique called? It's called "We Going on a Break." I don't think he was really doing it. Hi, my name is Javance. And I'm Damascus. And we with Ruta to the Tuda, Plumbing, and Catering Service. That's right. Me and Damascus met in college, and we both had our separate businesses, but they wasn't going nowhere. Nowhere. And we decided to combine our skills together and make a super business. And we thought, what better way to do this than to do the two things we love? He loved to unclog stuff, Mm -hmm. and I love to make stuff. That's right. You need to come on down to Ruta to the Tuta, plumbing and catering, sir. Sometimes you just get stuff stuck in your pipes, and you need a strong man to come down and just put something down that pipe and stick it in there and pull it out and stick it in and pull it out until everything that's clogged just comes loose. And after you do all of that, you're going to want to eat something. And I'm going to make sure you got something to eat. That's right. Tell them about our deal we got going on right now. Right now, we selling a buy one, get one toilet unclogging and steak platter. Mm, I sure am hungry. Me too. And this steak is really good. I promise Mm -hmm. you. After I come in and stick that in them pipes and pull all that out that's been clogging you up, guess what you're going to have? A good old steak dinner from Damascus. He cooked good. He used to cook for us when we was in college all the time. You gonna eat Damascus? Tell them about your plumber's crack pie. My plumber's crack pie is the best pie on this side of Mississippi. I put everything into it, but I can't tell you what it is because it's a secret. <laughs> everything but the kitchen sink. <laughs> That's a plumber joke. Anyway, I want y'all to try Ruta to the Tudor, plumbing and what? 
catering service. It's on 4783 Roosevelt Boulevard, located in the city of Angels, Los Angeles, California. And especially if you want to get something unstuck. And we're back. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Because I was trying not to laugh at you, and then the sound, it just, it was a lot. Um... Ken, this has been really just fun. It's funny thinking about this stuff because I, I love it. I want to um, go back and watch Reno 911 now. Yes, me too. <clears throat> so I need to know what your must watch is. <gasps> okay, my must watch is going to come out of left field for some of you guys. This Uh-oh. is a film from New Zealand. Here it is go. called What We Do in the Shadows. Oh. oh. Okay, so again, I haven't yes. seen too many mockumentary films, but for the ones that I've seen, it was an easy choice. What we do in the shadows is basically uh, we follow the lives of three flatmates. And I'm already telling you right there, the fact that I'm using the word flatmates and not roommates. You in another country, so you got to understand some vernacular and there's some differences. Okay, we got Viago. We have one character named Deacon. And we have Vladislav, <laughs> who are trying to get by and overcome life's obstacles. They vampires. And they're vampires. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> I knew that. <laughs> <laughs> I need y'all to know. Producer Brandon was like, you got to watch this. You got to watch it." So we sat down and watched it one evening. It was hilarious. These fool. I want y'all to understand that. What is that? What are you showing us? Oh, hilarious. Basically, y'all just need to understand that the whole central theme of this mockumentary is what is it like to basically uh, be a vampire and to live, you know, the immortal life. However, they spend more time arguing about who going to do the dishes. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's three roommates oh, and they're right. all vampires. Somebody turned somebody into a vampire that they didn't really mean to turn into a vampire. They having issues. He's talking about, well, just imagine what, what kind of problems you have when you try to figure out your style and you can't see your reflection in the mirror. <laughs> yes it's dumb stuff like that it is dumb stuff like that the jokes keep coming it is well written it is smartly performed all the actors the guys who created this um they directed it they wrote it and they starred in it and that's uh jermaine clement and uh taika watiti i don't think i'm saying that correctly but guess what I just need you guys to know, oh, producer Brandon said it's Tika. I just need you guys to know how amazing this is and how much respect I have for somebody that can write something, create something, and direct it, and then star in it. Like, that's what I'm talking about. That's the new triple threat nowadays is writer, Mm -hmm. director, producer, all that kind of stuff. So I'm excited when anybody can put something together that's an idea that seems, like, crazy and weird, but it works what we do in the shadows came out in 2014. I think this cost about 1.6 million, but they brought in 3.3. So a very respectable um, profit margin was uh, was accomplished. But more so, they added to the genre of mockumentaries, That's which great. is why I'm talking about it now. Another fun. It's a foreign film flavor. It has a very British kind of humor to it so if you're a fan of british comedy which i am and british humor then i think you will also appreciate this film from new zealand which kind of feels that kind of flavor but please when you get a chance that is my must watch what we do in the shadows uh about the lives of these three vampire flatmates and all the different issues that they have to do with as they're trying to navigate the world of the undead i gotta watch it it's hilarious <laughs> Oh, they got a lot of rules and do's and don'ts and how you supposed to kill people and not kill them and one of them yeah being a vampire seems like a lot of work it's fun it's really fun um it you you gotta watch it it's hilarious it's hilarious you guys so when you get a chance watch it <clears throat> great oh no i <laughs> okay i thought you was gonna transition but you kept saying watch it <clears throat> watch it <laughs> Marcellus, what's your what's your must watch? Because I feel like well, you kind of took like my to must party. watch earlier when you talked about The Office. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's yes, okay. It's okay. Yes, it's yes, good. yes, yes. It is. Um, of course, the American version, <laughs> British version, was funny too. I never seen it. I saw some of it. Okay, I mean a few episodes, but. 
of course, I'm talking about the Office American version. Dunder Mifflin. Oh, you know, God, just that f- theme song. The Office, you guys. Steve Carell, Rain Wilson, John Krasinski, Jenna Fisher. Talked about him last week. Like you did, and like that show is fun. Like who? Listen. I consider myself to be a filmmaker, but I know my lane. Mm-hmm. And though we do a lot of comedy, I'm more. I'm. I'm I just don't know if I could do that. Mm-hmm. Like that masterpiece of just comedy in mm-hmm. this form of like mockumentary. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, one day I can. Mm-hmm. But I look at it with so much respect because mm-hmm. it's really funny. Yeah, and just the way that they react to things their facial yeah. expressions when they have their interviews yeah it's amazing one thing that comes to my mind is the fire drill mm-hmm. <laughs> when, when that cat kept falling out the ceiling like <laughs> it's just funny i never saw that episode. i love when you have people one thing i learned i think i talked about it before is one really good trick that a lot of filmmakers directors do is mm-hmm. you have a central subject <clears throat> then you have a bunch of people around it who all feel differently mm-hmm. about that subject. Mm-hmm. And that's life. Mm-hmm. But you don't think about it that basic. Right, right. There's a simple subject of... Uh, the work, the office. TV. Right, okay, okay. Right, yeah, the office. But a TV, and uh-huh. then you got me, you, all our friends, whatever. We all strongly feel a different way about it. You're automatically going to get conflict right. that you need to whatever. Right. Even in this comedy, you got a fire drill. Right. And you got people that hate it. You got people who support it. Mm-hmm. You got the main guy who is die hard. We need to have this fire drill. Mm-hmm. You got people who don't even care about it. Uh-huh. And that's what you get is that whole episode. If everybody was serious about the fire drill, it'd be boring. Right. You know? So that's why I love, love, love that show. And everything about it is great. You guys, please watch The Office if you have not done yourself a favor. Steve Carell, John Krasinski. Everybody in the cast is amazing. I've seen these people go on to do, you know, know, Stanley, he came to Second City one time to see a show, and I thought I almost lost my mind. Which one? Stanley, the African-American guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, God, he's so funny. He came out of the uh, the main theater, and I just, you know, caught eyes on him, and it was just like, oh, my God, it's Stanley. Uh, You guys. Did you know the two, um, Jenna Fisher and John Krasinski, Uh they just weren't really known uh-huh. before this. No. They just weren't people no. knew who they were. And this show really kicked it off for them. Yes. John Krasinski became a comedic star and then goes on and becomes an action star as a result of doing <laughs> 13 hours. You guys, Jenna Fisher, no one knew who she was either. Exactly. And that's what a TV show would do for you. It'll put you on the map. The map. Everybody did amazing in that, jo- in that Um, <laughs> I remember Steve Carell. Oh, God. When he had the uh, diversity and the sensitivity training. Oh, my God. And he kept on wanting to tell a joke that Dave Chappelle told. <laughs> was that what he said? He said, you can't. You can't. That kind of stuff is funny because that's real <laughs> life. You know there you are can't people. can't tell it. That's why we have in the training. <laughs> Listen. And you couldn't tell him nothing. Rain Wilson. Come on. Rain Wilson was Rain Wilson, just amazing. brilliant in that role. I can't. That... <laughs> That is definitely my must watch, and I feel like everybody must. Watch Where can it. they find The Office? You can find The Office on YouTube because you can find everything on YouTube. Mm. And producer Brandon, can you look? Can you get it on Netflix? It's available on Netflix. It is available on Netflix. And what? Until 2020? Yeah. Wow. Oh. So you can find it on Netflix. You can find it on Vudu. You can find it on iTunes if you purchase it. Amazon, of course. You can get everything on Amazon if you purchase it. You can even get the first season of RuPaul's Drag Race, which is nowhere. You can get that on Amazon Prime. <laughs> um, so, yes. And also, my honorable mentions, of course, Modern Family, of course, uh-huh. and Parks and Rec. Now, Parks and Rec, I have not seen a lot of, but uh-huh. I wanted to put that as an honorable mention because what I have seen is amazing. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. And also, I wasn't thinking, question to you. Is Arrested Development? Do they do like interviews on there? Is that documentary style? Not I don't really, think huh? that's a mockumentary no, because it's yeah, it's it's no, it's not. It's a, a little different, but it's yeah. it's it's a little more single camera, not like a sitcom. No, it's not. It's it's not multicam. Yeah, it's, it's single, single cam. cam. Okay, yeah. 
I was just trying to think because I couldn't think. Uh, yeah, if it yeah, wasn't it's single cam, but it's a, it's a um, fun show, but it's not a mockumentary. Gotcha, gotcha. You guys, did you all have anything to say about our choices? Let's listen. Got it. All right. <laughs> we love everybody's feedback. Somebody yelling at their car. <laughs> what about Natasha's house? <laughs> right, right, right. We don't know that show. We don't know that show. Let us know in the comments if you agreed, if you liked our choices for Mikey Manry, if you didn't, or if there's something that you feel like we missed. Let us know. Yeah. We feel like this is a really fun genre. And if you have any ideas for genre, something that we haven't done already, let us know as well. We'd be more than happy to add it to the list. Yes, we definitely will. We got a lot more genres to go. And so we really appreciate you guys' support. Everyone who's listening, thank you so much. Please spread the word when you hear, um, when you want to tell someone about a fun podcast. Spread the word. Kenneth. Yeah. Where can people find you? You can find me on Instagram, KenBrown79. Amazing. You can find me at Marcellus underscore kid, and you can find us at my fave podcast. Please look us up. And thank you so much for last night. Asta la pasta. Bye!